This is the Two North London Brothers Podcast, where we are informed and serious about football as we are brothers and from North London. We're not, but goddammit, do we wish we were. So let's get on with it. Right to the podcast. Hello, Peter Nuttall. Welcome back to the Midwest. Oh, great to be back. Great to be back in uh, Chiberia. It has, uh, yeah, good to be home. Uh, wow. Yeah. And, real, uh, uh, real awakening. Yeah, and uh, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, how was your week? Uh, for those who don't know, we are in the Midwest, and uh, I'm currently located in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where it seems like there's like 15 feet of snow, and nobody can see the roads, and everything is utter dog shit. But for Peter Nuttall, living in Chicago... It's cold. It is cold Chiberia at its finest. I believe it was negative 55 or something um, on Wednesday with the wind chill. Um, of course, I did not have to experience that. I was out in California um, with the uh, doing some adulting uh, for the job. I uh, got back in late last night, so running out a little hours is easier, but it's, uh, it's all good. It's, uh, it was a crazy week. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, uh, those Snapchats you were sending me uh, didn't make me jealous at all. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't, yeah, you know what, that wasn't the intention at all uh, when I sent those, uh, you know, so if that's what, if that's what you got out of it, you know, that's, that wasn't, yeah, definitely, what, yeah. You know, I wouldn't do that to you. Well, in the, uh, although I was snowed into my own house, I did at least get to enjoy some, uh, some good football, mediocre football, the ending of Arsenal victory, but before all that happened, uh, there was some FA Cup sadness, but before we hop right into the football there, uh, what are you drinking today here, Pete? Um, so I have a hot toddy. I'm a little under the weather here, um, dealing with a little cold, so I'm sorry if uh, the voice sounds a little off or there's an occasional cough here and there. I will do my best to uh, keep it as professional as possible. Yeah, we can. Um, as, as, professional, <laughs> as professional as we can be, um, obviously. <laughs> so that's the bar set really low. Uh, but yeah, it's like a nice little drink. Uh, warms you right up. Hopefully I'll feel better in a couple of days. How about yourself uh, here, sir, on a Friday afternoon? Uh, Friday afternoon, I, uh, in the spirit of the pot, I will be drinking uh, alcohol, I guess is the way to put it. Kang uh, at a house with uh, some nice apple cider. Uh, it's a nice wintry drink, but, uh, very, very good, uh, for a, uh, pretty much Goodness. any, any occasion in my opinion. Uh, oh, great. Very yeah. fall and wintry, uh, wintry drink for sure. But let's, you know, let's get right into the sadness. What do you say? Uh, yeah. Um, first off, I'd like to go on the record and say that I never rated the FA Cup just because we used it to break our goal, our trophy drought. Doesn't mean that I rate that competition in any way, shape or form. Uh, first game that happened was, uh, Arsenal 1, Man United 3. Uh, honestly, it had to be Sanchez. Uh, and then the other thing about <laughs> it was, uh, we didn't play poorly. We just have a really shit defense. Uh, I saw the, the Liverpool meme, uh, resurface onto the Arsenal meme where it's the version of the car. And it's like in the front, it's a Porsche. In the middle, it's like a nice, modest car. And in the end, it's a it's a junker. And the end's defense, middle is the midfield, and up top is the uh, attack. And that's kind of what 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 we look like. And uh, in my opinion, if that's what we look like in two years, we are uh, where Liverpool's at. I'm completely fine with that. But 
main takeaways? You know, in regards to in yeah. regards to the defense, I mean, what I see, uh, it sums up Arsenal season pretty much. Start the game with Socrates and Kashelny in your back line. Finish with Mustafi and Shaka. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much sums sums up that season right there for Arsenal in terms of uh, defense. You know, can't yeah. spell. You know, the D in Arsenal stands for defending, as I said. Yeah, that's more true than you. <laughs> More true than it should be. Uh, and then, of course, uh, when it was 2-1, we looked like we were attacking. I think it was 2-1 when it happened. But uh, once Martial and Rashford came on, you kind of knew it was over. Uh, it's uh, like the old college parties or parties, uh, you know, tr- you know, at any stage of your life, really, when security or the cops come to break up the party and uh, you were chatting it up with some... Uh, some girl, but you never really had confidence that you know you were going to get her number, going to seal the deal or anything like that. But those two coming on was like, well, we, well, obviously we're not going to win it with those two on, and it's a nice little excuse uh, to. Uh, oh oh to, no, it's the cops. Yeah, it's a nice little excuse to uh, blame on not. You know, you can take the blame away from your team and just go, well, Martial and Rashford, they're so good, uh, but. Uh, I do remember after that, you uh, sent me a text about the game. I forget what it was about, but I was like, oh, man, can't wait for uh, Spurs to spur it up tomorrow, though. And you were like, oh, dude, come on. And uh, then what happened? Oh, they spurs it up real good, like, like, uh, as is tradition. Um, You know, unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I was not able to watch the match. But at the same time, it was a little bit of a blessing in disguise, given the result. Crystal Palace 2, Spurs no. Um... I mean, the lack of quality in the in our in our depth just really showed. Um, I mean, Crystal Palace are in great form, but you, you gotta have you you know you have to imagine that we do a little better there. And Trippier misses a penalty late in the first half that would have brought it back, um, brought it back to you know a whole different game. Um, you know, you think you may be able to pull it off, but you know you start in the front with uh, George, Kevin, and Kudu. Fernando Lorente, this is not going to get done. It, it, it was sloppy. Um, everybody bar Boyden Gazaniga, you know, didn't look good um, in the match. It's just very disappointing, uh, obviously, being in four fronts just over ten days ago. And now we're, we're, you know, we're back. You know, really, we're in two fronts, but honestly, we're not in anything. So it's it's just a, yeah, another it's another sad uh, sad year and. Uh, I, you know, most Spurs fans who have been through the thick and thin will, will say, you know, we kind of expected this. Those who have kind of just hopped on in the last three years for the trends are like, what's going on? <laughs> I mean, welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of the one. Th- I mean, Crystal has been in pretty decent form. Uh, even though they haven't been winning games, they have been putting in really good shifts uh, against top sides. Uh, and it was mostly, I mean, it wasn't. Your full side. I mean, obviously, I think it was one of the more full sides you guys could field. But Crystal, I think there's their full side. But I mean, it's, honestly, it's a good one for for Crystal. Uh, but moving on to the other FA Cup, thankfully, you guys were not the only EPL team embarrassed. At least you played another EPL team. Uh, Everton gets beaten by Millwall, and as the uh, clip you sent me. For what Everton has become over this last month, it is it is hysterical. Uh, just some of the <laughs> last like goals. Year, really. yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, other one. I don't, I don't get that team. 
the AFC Wimbledon for West Ham 2. The Akeem Fenwar list with AFC Wimbledon still put the beat down on West Ham. And just like I was saying in the previous pods, I, I, I want to see Everton's, I want to see West Ham's, I want to see Leicester's be more consistent and really make it a top 10, maybe top 8, instead of a very clear top 6. Uh, I really think that... I mean, that's, why, that's what, uh, that's what I mean, separates, or that's what keeps them as mid-table sides, you know? Yep. Like, the consistency yep. just isn't there. Um, and, you know, they'll lose games that they should win. They'll, you know, they'll, they'll win games. They have no no business. They'll do really well against the top six some days. Other days, they just do not look like they yeah. should even be... 100%. They're losing to championship teams. Yeah. So And the amount of money they invest, you know, eventually, if oh they gosh. get the right coaching, which I think is the one thing they finally did, Marco Silva, Everton, and West Ham and Pellegrini, respectively, like, they, they do have a good base to go off of and i think in a year or so maybe two years the epl could look hyper hyper competitive and you got to mention wolves in there as well but moving on to the epl where the wolves have jumped all the way up to seventh place and a cheeky arsenal in fourth place right where we belong again uh really like the goals for being the tiebreaker there uh, as Masso, our good friend of the pod, uh, was asking why they were there, uh, I propose that it should all be alphabetical, in my opinion. But goals four works just <laughs> as well. Uh, first game, Arsenal two, Cardiff one. Uh, this is a game that was uh, rather boring, uh, in in the sense of I think Arsenal should have had the quality to put this team away, but in the first half, we our defense just looked terrible. I mean. I, I think it should have been a pen from Nacho Monreal. I also think that Lacazette deserved a pen as well. And uh, credit to Warnock for uh, admitting that in the uh, press conference as well. Uh, but as is tradition, fuck Mike Dean. Goddamn awful all day. Um, don't know what that bloke was doing. It's it's There's just some very clear things. And uh, I think one of the things that's really interesting about it is that Lacazette... Uh, he 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 is like I mean I know I'll get some stick for this but he's like Hazard in the sense that he go he gets hacked down quite often but he tries to stay on his feet and it almost is to a punishment of him so so what do you want the guy to do I mean would you rather have Lacazette flopping all on the floor or would you rather him try to be a man and then just not get fouls No I I, I think he's fine I mean like I like I like the way he plays and you you um, always I, I respect Lacazette. the fact that I mean he takes a beating he takes a beating every. Every time he's out there, he puts in a full shift. Every time he's out there, I mean, he's always tracking back, and I mean, he plays hard. And he, and because he plays hard, he comes, you know, people, people come and they follow him hard. And but he just takes it. I respect it. Yeah, yeah, it's a, you know, you, you could flop around with all that stuff, but I did like he's getting hacked down all game, and his celebration was. I mean, his celebrations are always on point. Uh, I remember the first game that we even had him against Leicester. And he scores that header in like the first minute or something, and he just stonewalled mean mugging. I mean, that's the kind of swag you expect at Liverpool, you know, a club that that's used to scoring goals, but not at Arsenal. Where everybody's supposed to be, you know, mildly depressed. Uh, other than that, the only question I have for you, and I don't know if you even have an answer for this, is I think Guendouzi is probably one of the most is one of the best bargain buys of the year, uh, and in his current form. I would say he's probably the best midfielder at his age. Could, can we even think? I mean, I know we both play manager mode. What what other midfielder in that age bracket would, would you put with him? How old is he? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. 
let's just, uh, and you know, both of us, a uh, whole other topic for later, but obviously both of us uh, are, have not bought FIFA 19, uh, mm. so uh, it's tough to really kind of uh, judge that. Yeah, no, you know, because FIFA is where we get our main source of, you know, young player talent. But I go on to so FIFA here, and the only other players who would be in his Weston age, McKinney. Ooh, Weston McKinney. Yeah, he's been playing very well for Schalke. Declan Rice. Ooh, I would put Declan, Declan Rice. Declan Rice is a good player. Yeah. Uh, the only other players I could see is you could put Barco in there from Atlanta United, but he's in the MLS. He's more of a he's more of a front three than anything. The same would go for uh, Kai uh, he's Havertz. Not, he's not in the center midfielder. Right. And the same um, would go with Kai Havertz is that yeah. great player, but he I think he's too attacking in the terms of calling him a true he, midfielder. No, he plays like a 10 role. Yeah. Uh, Kai Havertz. I would say if, if, if Erickson potentially leaves as somebody, I would love to see it. Um, oh, Havertz? Oh, yeah. Um, off, yeah. Off, yeah, oh, off topic, but yeah. And then, um, uh, Brescia apparently have the next Pirlo, uh, Sandro Tonelli. Uh, oh, yeah, he just transferred over, done. right? No, he's, um, Juve are after him. Uh, big Milan guy growing up. So, he's probably going to end up staying in Italy. Um, but it'll be exciting where he goes. Kids of talent. Yeah, and then uh, obviously the last thing about the Arsenal-Cardiff uh, game, obviously we don't need clean sheets because they're overrated, much like the FA Cup. Uh, on to Spurs-Watford. Uh, Spurs 2, Watford 1. Uh, Pete? Yeah, so again, uh, didn't unfortunately didn't have time to watch the match. Rewatched it on my own. Um, and it was one of those games where you, you grind it, you grind it on your win. We, I mean, we dominated, we had 68% possession. Wofford, Wofford can't expect to win when they don't have the ball and, you know, and, uh, Tottenham are tough attacking them. Uh, at some point, you know, we are going to break through, um, sun first game back man just hates yellow teams. Man's just hates them. Uh, puts a goal in, uh, to draw it back, uh, to bring it level 1-1, one, one, and everybody knew since we don't draw games that we're either going to lose it or we're going to win it. And based on the possession, uh, I like the latter, and that's what happened. Danny Rose puts a lovely ball in to Fernando Lorente. Beautiful, well-placed header right past the old Ben Foster. Foster falls down in net. Lorente sellies as hard as I've ever seen him, gives Pochettino. A big old bear hug on the sidelines. And, you know, as a lot of folks would say, a lot of sports sports supporters would say, we've always rated them. I don't know why yeah. people are just surprised yeah. by that. We've always rated them. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Italian king, if you will. Is he Spanish. Italian? Is he Spanish? Yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, see, in, see, in what, what happened with me as I was, uh, I was uh, catching the updates for, for that game. And I would check the scores, and I was like, oh, 1-0 to Wofford. All right, I know if I put that game on, Spurs, without a doubt, will come back and win. I'd rather not see that today. I was having a rather good day. So I decided to just do some updates, and then I, and I saw Lorente with the assist. Lorente with the goal. I was like, oh, is this man coming into form? And then I decided to watch the highlights, and I went, that, that's not an assist. That, that, I mean, that, he touched the ball last. That, it bounces off of him. Oh my! What is this Rocket League, Peter? It's 
I'm just saying, calculated. Yeah, I guess. But, I it mean... It counts. It counts. On the same vein... He's got as many assists as Ozil now. <laughs> it's true. But that's a, that, that's a story for another time with uh, the Ozil debacle going on over there. Uh, speaking of which, he did play again against Cardiff, and he, he played all right. But, okay. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, it's because it was home, wasn't it? Was, no, yeah, it was home. So it was at home, yeah. yeah. He's not yeah. traveling. He's yeah. not traveling. Yeah, he, does, he doesn't travel. He, he keeps all of his... <laughs> He he keeps it all at home, you know. He doesn't want to get too far from home there. Uh, but but I watched those highlights and it just looked like poor old son was doing everything, attacking wise. And Eriksson was distributing to him up top, and then just go son, you do it all. And that's essentially what it looked like. Uh, you guys are in desperate need of depth. Uh, you're in desperate need of another striker. I think Lorente can pull this bullshit off against Watford, but. I wouldn't be too confident going into uh, Borussia Dortmund if I were you. Uh, other games that we did not watch because Pete was in California and I was being ignorant. So uh, Fulham two, Brighton. Oh, sorry, Fulham four, Brighton two. At halftime, Brighton's up two nil. But that's Mitrovic music you hear, and of course, it all starts out with the next coming of Patrick Vieira, Callum Chambers. Uh, beautiful, beautiful finish, and all I can say is Ryan babbling his ridiculous red hair has had a big effect on Fulham, and uh, we'll get into some more of Fulham's crazy antics later with let's just keep signing attacking players. We don't need a defense. Uh, Wolves 3, West Ham nil. Um, why is West Ham so shit, Pete? I, is, is, I, it, is it their I like punishment for Nazareth? Wolves being good. I, I like to think it's more than like wolves are being wolves are good then. Wolves are West Ham being shit. As, as much as I as much as I enjoy West Ham being shit, uh, those East London scum. Uh, yeah, I mean West Ham, West Sucks. Ham, Leicester, Everton confuse us as we've already said. Don't understand it. I think wolves are just a better side that they obviously I can't attest to. Yeah, um, I that think being actual because I didn't watch the game, so I, yeah, I there's a little I'm bit more cohesion too. This side, this side from the uh, championship is largely untouched. I mean, they added some key players in uh, uh, Adame. Uh, who's the other guy uh, from Monaco? Uh, the center midfielder. He's old Portuguese. Oh, John Martinez. Yeah, been John Martinez. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's been, yeah, he's, he's been fantastic. Real Patricio, they, they yeah, add, Patricio and yeah, they, they weren't they weren't going and adding huge huge players, but they added they added uh, the right players in the right positions, and you know that's that's what's that's what's crucial. Um, moving on, Huddersfield zero, uh, Everton one. Uh, even the poor poor side of Huddersfield can't beat Everton, and at this point, we're looking at Huddersfield, and they should just forfeit, just go back down to the championship, start rebuilding now. I mean, this team just doesn't look EPL quality. Let's be honest. No. I, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with them. I think uh, it's... Sad to see Wagner go. Just, I mean, I there's not a lot to say. It's not, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I think, I think everybody's just kind of realizing a fresh start back down to the championship. Yep. Um, this has always just been a big tackle for them. Uh, they have got some good quality players that will stay up, obviously, in the league. Uh, but, you know, they, I think right. that some of their signings they needed. They made in the winter are signings for getting ready for the inevitable championship. Right. 
uh, season they have next year. So. But they had a good run. I mean, they were uh, promoted last year and they stayed up, so uh, good for them. Uh, moving on to a newly promoted team as well, uh, newly within the last couple of years, uh, Newcastle 2, Man City 1. Uh, being an American, I'm allowed to support whoever I want and however many teams I'd like to, so Newcastle is one of my second teams because I love supporting teams with terrible, terrible owners. Uh, but on the positive side, uh, we did beat Man City here on the negative. We, did, we couldn't keep a clean sheet, and uh, another day in the office for Rafa puts those glasses away with class, knowing that he's not only beating one of the top two sides in Man City, but he's also getting a couple transfers in. Uh, Almiron comes in, and a couple other, uh, I think we loaned in another player and had another player coming as well. So looks like Newcastle is a functioning club again, but... You know, Newcastle out of relegation, actually looking rather decent. Moving on, I mean, do you think Man City's in trouble, though? No, I think they're fine. Uh, they'll be all right. I'm in for the league. They're, they're going to take it. Oh, that, that is Liverpool's league now. Um, uh, no, honestly. But, however, Man City are going to take it out on whoever they play, uh, whomever they play next week. Yeah, I'd feel and, really uh, sorry for them, whoever they have to play. But they yeah, will probably structure their defense. More. <laughs> really well. Luckily, hopefully they hopefully they have a sturdy defense. Uh, they shouldn't yeah. have a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, moving on to uh, Man United two, Burnley two. You look at the scoreline and you go, "Oh, Man United dropped points." But in reality, since you didn't watch Pete, I'll let you know what happened. Uh, Burnley turned into Burnley of last year and defended extremely well and attacked on the counter. And they were the frustrating cunts we all knew and hated them for. And Sean Dice was in heaven. And then, uh, unfortunately, they've rediscovered something, Peting. It's it's Sir Alex Ferguson's regen. It's only time. And it's uh, it's arrived. And about around the 90th minute, Man United scores two goals. And uh, everybody's sucking Man United off for this amazing fight and win. And even though NBC had a proper... Proper uh, go at Man United about how good they were. I kind of got to give them credit because it was a good, I mean, two, two goals in the 90th minute. That's Fergie time all over again. It's the mentality. I mean, look at the mentality of the club. Uh, I mean, that they uh, they never thought they were out of it. You know, you go down 2-0 and you put one in, and I think it was like the 87th, 92nd minute. Uh, Lindelof, right, gets a, gets a tie, gets a game, uh, game tying goal. Um, everybody just looks rejuvenated and like it looks like a man, new Man United side, fun, to creative. Um, they're actually exciting to watch. Yeah, it's terrible, isn't it? Kind of a little bit. Yeah, I hate it. I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot better when uh, we could just all hate them. Mm. It's always easier. Always easier that way. Just to yeah. they hate on Jose. Just park the bus yeah. system. But uh, moving on, Southampton. One, Crystal Palace. One, honestly, uh, didn't watch a game. I saw the highlights, or I saw something on Reddit, and if you go ahead and click on that link therapy, it's actually rather good. Uh, most exciting thing that happened was late in the game. Uh, actually, was it late in the game? Yeah, I think it was late in the game. Let's see here. Uh, James Ward-Prowse, FIFA manager mode, wonder kid as well. Um, yeah, it was late in the game, 87th and already won one. Gives Zaha a proper shove there, and uh, somehow, some way, uh, Zaha gets sent off for two yellows in that whole exchange. And 
while I do like Ward Prowse, that's kind of ridiculous. Don't think Zaha should be getting sent off for that. Obviously, he shouldn't be clapping at the uh, referee like that. But a little ridiculous on the refereeing side. Is that your first time watching it there? Yes, it is. All yeah, right, let's see your hot take. Yeah, yellow again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's not taking any shit. And then the cheeky smile from Ward Prowse as well. I don't see any ill attempt there. The push. The push? Yeah, I think it's normal play. Happy yeah, but, but it's probably happy a foul. It, but... Yeah. Yeah, so uh, that was about the most exciting thing that happened in the Southampton Crystal Palace game, or so Reddit has told me. Uh, moving on uh, to a, another top team dropping points. Uh, this time it's Chelsea, uh, nil, Bournemouth, four. The biggest thing I can take away from this is Chelsea, you know, let in that fourth goal because nobody beats Chelsea 3-0 twice. Uh, Bournemouth haven't beat them 3-0 earlier in the season, of course. Uh, didn't watch this game, but it seems as though big fat Higuain could not resurrect anything here. Uh, not. Chelsea seem to be in trouble. Sorry seems to be void of ideas, and they seem to be easy to figure out. And they seem to be very bad. That's uh, that's what people are saying. That's what that's what everybody wants to say. A lot of obviously a lot of play goes through Jorginho. If you can lock him down, he's not the most athletic guy. Um, if you can lock him down, you put a you know uh, you put your ten on him. Or for us, it was Deli Ali. For you, Aaron Ramsey. If you yep. Lock him down, and you make and someone else beat you through. You know, beat you beat you through the midfield. Uh, Chelsea struggle. Chelsea Chelsea struggle. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, Bournemouth played good football. Yeah. David Luiz either looks like a great center back or just he shouldn't be even sniffing the Premier League. There's no in-between. The guy was just no. very poor. Uh, and Bournemouth, Bournemouth played good counterattacking football, and they just took it to him, honestly. Yeah, uh, and uh, Bournemouth, one of those uh, heartfelt teams you, you always want to see do well, and I'm glad they're beating the shit out of Chelsea. Uh, moving yeah. on to another top team, dropping points, uh, Leicester. One, Liverpool one. Uh, maybe Leicester isn't as shit as people think in the sense of the same thing with Everton, West Ham, uh, some of those other teams. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it kind of plays into that. When are they going to be consistent and really challenge? Because they do have some talent on that team. Uh, but Liverpool, I mean, you watch the highlights. It was just a matter of just Liverpool not being clinical enough on the finishing. They're, they're always going to make chances. They're never going to look terrible going forward. But uh, they're still they're still five points up on City, and you know, and how good Liverpool is, I can't really see them dropping all that much. But this is the EPL, so you never really know. It's very true. Excuse me. All right, and then moving on to our next segment here, um, we are going to go into the state of r slash soccer and the top posts that we want to talk about, which is the majority going to be a lot of transfer talk. So first thing first, as is tradition, if Man City ever loses, most of r slash soccer will at least put in the uh, traditional Pep is a bald fraud, and there's not really much more to talk about that. Nope, it's pretty simple. Yep. Straight uh, to the point. Yep. Bald fraud. Bald fraud. R slash soccer, it's a pretty good duo right there. Going into the transfers, though, we talked a bit about it, but it looks like the big ones, uh, and I'll let you pick out the ones that uh, you want to talk about, but transfers, the big ones in my opinion, Pulisic from Dortmund to Chelsea, Higuain, AC Milan, well, technically Juve to 
Chelsea De Young from AX to Barcelona. Paredes from Russian club Zenit, I believe, to PSG. Uh, Piatek, uh, uh, Polish player. Genoa. Uh, from Genoa, Genoa to Milan. Milan. Yeah. Uh, Laser Markovic, huge one here from uh, Liverpool to Fulham. Will Griggs is on fire, but he's now going to be on fire in Sunderland, opposed to Wigan. Our boy uh, Peter Crouch comes back into the EPL where he rightfully belongs from Stoke to Burnley. Fellaini gets the goddamn hell out of the EPL once and for all and goes to a Chinese club. Uh, Petitiuai to Palace, which could be interesting. BVB makes uh, Alessessor, I always say his name wrong, Paco. That's the striker who's been on fire official. And, of course, Arsenal signed Dennis Suarez on a loan deal, which is just lovely stuff. And, as I mentioned before, Almiron to Newcastle. And did Pete, did I? Nope. You want I don't to even have to talk about it. Just, yeah, no, not really. Wound down some players. So. Dude. Monaco is taking Monaco. Monaco uh, is taking all your rejects. Uh, they need to stay up, so they're yeah. doing that. Uh, <laughs> Bringing all the rejects you have. Bring me your hungry, your tired, your withered, and we'll give them game time. So as um, yeah. my thing is, how did you? How are you guys affording to offload players still? I mean, didn't that kid? Didn't that guy start in your FA Cup game? Or, yeah, look how that one. What? <laughs> I said, yeah, look, look how that one. He was terrible. I, I know, but um, at this point, you need players. I mean, are you just going people to... People are going back. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I trust... I trust... Uh, I trust... In Pac, we talk. In Pac, we trust, so... You don't really have much um, of an option at I mean, this point. They uh, they know more than we do. You know, people call for Lorente said, and of course, he gets the match winner, and... I mean, guys finding a way to win games with yeah, ridiculousness. You know, yeah, so I mean, I trust, I trust him. I think yeah. you know, if he wants to get some of those wages off the budget and get some young players game time and uh, players some uh, you know playing time that they need, I'm all for it. Yeah, as long as you guys stay competitive, obviously don't drop out of Champions League, anything like that. Uh, transfer deadline day, I believe, is today, and I believe it's wrapping up relatively soon. Uh, but it was yesterday. Oh, it was, yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so yeah, that's all official. Um, who do you think got the before you see anybody play? Take away the Higuain, uh, take away the Piatek from in Milan. Uh, who do you think made the best deal of the winter transfer window? Uh, I mean, it's tough to say. I, I would say, I mean, I, I'd say it's Piatek to Milan. That's my move. Guy already has two goals, and he just has a good mentality. He wants to be, he, he works hard. His quote uh, Everything I've seen. Yeah, exactly. Guy is there to score goals. That's all he wants to do. He's like, he speaks like, uh, yeah, I mean, he just is super motivated. He seems like he's very driven uh, to succeed. Um, I love seeing Crouchy back in the Prem, uh, even though it's the most Brexity move. Ever to Burnley, uh, yeah. it's all good. Um, yeah, yeah, Pulisic coming to Chelsea this summer. Right. Yeah. Uh, the young heads off to Barca this summer. Um, yeah, I think Paredes, Paredes is a good one to PSG just because they needed midfielders. Yeah, they really yeah. did. I so. mean, he's quality too. Yeah, they got he's quality got too. I did watch yeah, a YouTube video on him, so I know a lot about him. Uh, yeah, obviously, of course, yeah. 
the other one I think will be interesting is uh, Petitioi to Palace. I think that will be interesting uh, with Townsend uh, and Zaha complimenting him. It actually could be a formidable uh, three up front there. Um, the other one was I'm, I'm just really glad Fellaini's out of the EPL. I, I know he wouldn't have gotten used under Ole, but I'm just glad he didn't go to like a Watford or a Burnley or anything like that and just, you know, wreak <laughs> havoc over there. Uh, Still be cunty. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, uh, I mean, obviously I love the Suarez to uh, Arsenal. I wish we got in a center back or anything defensive. I think we could also do with another right back for Bellerin's injury. But uh, honestly, I think it's a good move. Um, how was... Uh, how- how was silly season for you? Because I, I I think this winter transfer window was, I mean, winter transfer window is always going to be not as exciting as the summer, but it wasn't that silly. It no, was, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty uh, mundane in comparison to the rest of the winter transfer windows of past in the last few years. Yeah. Um, we always know it's tough to make with those winter transfer moves. Um, and always, it's always tough to bring in players. I like that. You know, these, these uh, deals to come in in the summer um, are now becoming more common. I do like those. Um, yeah, me too. Besides that, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I saw somewhere, yeah, the, the amount spent on deadline day has been way down. Uh, was way down, than, you know, last year. And then yep. just in general, the amount spent over the period, uh, over the window, was also just well down as well. I think it's I think it's fine. You know, it's, I agree. I I think it's more reasonable, and I think at this point, I think most of the clubs have kind of stretched themselves as things they can. So during the winter's transfer window, there's not going to be a lot of room to buy permanently, uh, at least to spend a lot of money. I was actually surprised that Paradise went to uh, PSG for that amount of money, but I was also hearing rumors that uh, uh, Allen or Alang or after you're going to say his name from Napoli was rumored to go for like. A hundred million, which would have been kind of ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's just tough for those teams that are going to sell off those key players to bring in to bring in new players during that window as well. It's just yeah, it's just a cycle of things, you know. Yeah, um, and it, 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 I think people are realizing that these players coming in, a lot of them it takes a little bit to adapt. You know, they come in, they, they come in, they don't have that summer training period or anything like that. So I think that's yeah. just both those, uh, both those things factor into uh, not bringing in anybody. Um, during the winter windows. They're not bringing as many people as we have seen in the past. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, moving on to some of the other top posts. Uh, Andre Turan, the uh, once Barcelona player that everybody said was going to be amazing for them and didn't ever really play. Uh, he could face 12 years in prison. Would you like to know why, Pete? Because he fired a gun in a hospital. What? Little strategy. Yeah, that's... that's I mean. Thinking. Doesn't really. Ooh, wh- where is he playing right now? Uh, Turkey. Nobody even knows. Right? Oh, uh, Bastikas. He's playing it for Bastikas, and good. You know what? His career really took a downturn. And speaking of careers that never really get off the get off the ground, uh, article or Reddit post rather, uh, showing that Chelsea now have forty two players on loan. And the most surprising thing about that yeah, is I'm Lucas sorry. Pizion is still on Chelsea, technically. Um, uh, pretty pretty, they could field, uh, field like three. Uh, yeah, they could field three teams. I mean, that's how Chelsea do business. Though. Yeah, so, and uh, I mean, 
I hope it eventually backfires, and it kind of is because they seem to have no. So if you're able to sell them on for profit, I'm saying a few times that bites them in the bites them in the butt. You have Lukaku, your Salah, you have the Burnett, you know, just common names. Yeah, Uh, not household at all. Well, for the most part, I mean, they make that's how they do business. They make profit on. Yeah, well, yeah, you would hope, but I mean, it's kind of an odd thing. It kind of shows that their uh, their management of their whole entire club doesn't really have a clear direction just you know throw everything at it and hope something sticks um i mean it kind of goes the same way with the managers i mean you can't say i mean jose Mourinho is going to be a whiny cunt almost anywhere he goes but you can't say Mourinho, conte and sorry all complaining about the board i mean at what point do you stop going oh it's the managers and not us you know, it can't possibly be me. Uh, we got three top class managers, and they all bitch about us. No, 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 it's on them. It's true. I mean, I'm sorry, obviously doesn't have that locker room uh, at all. Um, you know, he's giving stick to the players. Players are going to throw. Players are throwing what back, saying, "You know, sorry, ball, it's just not working. People are figuring it out. What's our backup plan to it?" And you know, yep. poor little Conte. Crying in a corner because they lose matches. Yep. Uh, poor, poor fella. Yeah, I saw something that said he only played two games at defensive midfielder so far this year. And I don't know if you, if been, I were, to, yeah. if I were to take anything away from the watching Conte play uh, and have uh, and have the and have Antonio Conte be the coach from that year, I think the first thing I would go is think I should probably play Conte at DM. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that, that's the first thing I do. I don't know. You know, that's what, the, you know, before Higuain came in, that's what, you know, their two best players were playing out of position. Yep. I mean, Hazard does not really work in a false nine. Um, and playing at that center forward spot, I mean, you know, he wasn't going to be Mertens, you know. Yeah. He, he was not going to be Mertens. Uh, and then, yeah, not playing Conte at DM because he wants to play Jorginho in that Regista spot. Uh, I mean, it's just interesting. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, it'll, uh, be, it'll be interesting to see how he copes with the EPL. You know, if he has the the ability to adapt to EPL, which is so much different than in Italy. But uh, the other the other thing, uh, top R slash soccer stuff that not a lot of people are talking about for some reason is the uh, was the Asian Cup. Correct. Yep. Uh, Qatar won yep. the Asian Cup just as Chavi predicted it, and as everybody else would probably predict it as well. I mean, there's no surprise there, but they beat Japan 31. Uh, coach came out and said, uh, we'd like to have Chavi predict all of our games, and honestly, it sounds like a pretty solid strategy. Uh, did not watch a single single goal, or no, a single match of that, of that tournament, but I did see that nice overhead goal that the Japanese goalkeeper should have done better, let's be honest, but it's still a pretty amazing goal. Yes. Uh, moving on to our to one of our last segments here, uh, state of the subreddit. I'll run through mine real quick, and uh, basically we beat a team we should have beat. We never get clean sheets. Uh, we actually signed somebody. Uh, everybody is madly in love with Gwendozi. Uh, Locke is that's the coolest guy we've ever met, and that we've actually never met. Uh, and. Uh, Bami Yang is the fastest to 25 goals in the EPL in Arsenal history, quicker than Henri. And at this point, if only we had defenders, we might be actually be a decent side. Talking about defenders, uh, I uh, told you this almost in confidence and didn't know if you know I should go public with this, but I think besides the actual bloke as a footballer, I think I kind of like Carl Jenkinson. 
You know, I think he should. <laughs> I think he should start against City. I do. Uh, well, very much center, yeah. <laughs> well, while he's That's mostly just used for banter, uh, I mean, I liked. I liked how he played. He played all right. He, he kind of kept it within his means, and uh, he he's always going to put a hundred percent out for the club. Uh, moving on to maybe he'll be like. Yeah, I was going to say maybe he'll be like your Sissoko was last year. I mean, we just meme on him, but then eventually, I mean, just guys see him more and more game time. You're like, wow, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you could only <laughs> hope. But seeing as though Carl Jenkinson's <laughs> been at the club since I believe it was founded, um, he probably won't come good out of you know. Let's see. Uh, he joined Arsenal in 2011, so he's been here for eight years uh, and only played a very, very few amount of games. Uh, how's your subreddit looking after after a pretty bad loss and a pretty interesting win? Well, at first, as those two losses came through, everybody's like, we got to sign someone, we got to sign someone. The other half are just like, well, we ain't signing anybody. Get that through your head. Uh, so we're, we've been out here memeing uh, pretty hard. Uh, we're the undrawables. Uh, drawing is for art students. Uh, that's pretty much been it so far. I mean, uh, we you know, the rumors come through, and it's everybody gets their hopes up that we might be bringing someone in. It's the hope that kills you. Uh, Always is. Let's see what else. Uh-huh. Yeah, the main thing um, I take away from your subreddit is that the shit posting is just at an all time high, and the quality it of the is, shit it's posting. It's been great. The is, quality of the gifts have been great. Oh, it's been fantastic. I, I mean, even you know, you gotta admire it, even though you're not necessarily a fan. Uh, you respect it. That's what the thing is. And yeah. then uh, one more thing is uh, Vincent Janssen. Uh, Puck has put him back in the Premier League squad list. Oh, time to play him at center mid. I'm going to play my center mid like uh, as Tim Sherwood would probably do. Uh, oh, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't go out and uh, he, he couldn't find us someplace to offload the lad. Um, again, hopefully he just is gone this summer. He just needs a fresh start. Up or? Um, he won't, he won't pl- I don't think he'll play over Lorente, but, I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, Pac is uh, Pac's known to get the best out of players and, get, you know, he's all about giving players New chances, clean slates. Yep. Uh, everybody who's taken advantage of it has done well this season. Uh, you, you know, look at Toby Alderweireld. Uh, got a clean slate. Uh, guys, been, guys, back to being. He was always the quality. Best. You know, one of the. What? He was always quality. That was just a matter of playing him and figuring out where his alliance stood. Well, we still don't know. He's probably leaving. Oh, well, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing we did. They didn't play him last year that much. Yeah. After, after but yeah. Sissoko, Lucas Mora. Couple other players like that, I'll, I'll get their second chance under Poch. Uh, yeah, no, definitely true. All right, and let's go into the last part of this podcast here. Uh, let's do some quick fire predictions for match day 25 of 38. Uh, typically, this podcast will come out on a Thursday morning where the EPL typically won't be being played until a couple days, but tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7.30 future time, 6.30 Chicago time, uh, Tottenham, Newcastle, I assume you'll be waking up for it. Honestly, I will probably. Like, I'm excited for this. Like, I mean, Newcastle have been looking good. I'm a little scared, actually. Uh, this is at Wembley, though. So, um, 
I believe it's I believe it's Alabama. I first game it at uh, St. James's Park in this season. So um, I'm gonna say Tottenham. Uh, I think it's still gonna be like a Tottenham two. Newcastle might get one. I I think um, I don't think I'm, I don't think uh, Amarian makes a um, uh-huh. makes an appearance yeah. yet. No, he's yeah, he's not gonna make an appearance. Uh, uh, you can hope. And, uh, <laughs> I don't think he will. I don't think uh, but so. I think Tottenham will. Tottenham will win it. It'll be an interesting match. I'd love to see a blowout, obviously. A very goal, high goal-scoring game All right, for Tottenham, yeah. but obviously, yeah. It's going to be 2-1. 2-1. I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. Uh, Rondon with at Ooh. least one. And I don't know who scores the second one. For Tottenham, it's going to be a brace from Harry Winks. All right. Uh Ooh. And then for the rest of these games, before we get to the uh, to the Arsenal game, I'm going to have you do quick fire, give me real quick, and give me scores if you find it interesting. Everton Wolves actually should be a good matchup at Everton. Uh, it's at Everton. Uh, I'm going to say draw two two. All right, Chelsea Huddersfield at Chelsea. Chelsea three. I'll be showing now. We'll get back on track there. Sorry, Brighton Watford at Brighton. At Brighton, uh, I think it's I think it's like two one Watford. Two one Watford, not a bad call. Burnley at Southampton, or no, Southampton at Burnley. God. I apologize. I like Southampton. Um, All right, I'd say one nil. One nil. Crystal Palace plays at Fulham. Or God damn it, at oh, Crystal really? Palace. Oh, that'll be a good game. Fulham plays. Oh, is that Chris? Crystal? Okay. Palace. Uh, yeah, Zaha tor- Zaha- Oh, Zaha got it ready. He's not playing this. Yeah, he can't play. He's not playing this game. What? Yeah, yeah, he can't play next game. Yeah, he won't. Ooh. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Renary, figuring it out. Two one. Hold on. How many goals does Tom Chambers score? Uh, just one. Just Very one. Uh, modest. Uh, modest. All right. Yeah. Car- one goal, one assist. Oh. Well, that was that was implied when you said he didn't score the second one. Uh, Cardiff City okay, okay, is at home against Burnmouth. Burnmouth, Burnmouth two, Cardiff. Keep that good form rolling. Leicester City is at home. They're playing Manchester United at looks like nine oh five on Sunday. United three, Leicester one. All right, this Sunday's packed full of actually very very good games. Uh, West Ham play Liverpool at the London Stadium. What do you think? Ooh. Uh, I'd love to see West Ham. Uh, I don't know. I can't talk to root for West Ham. It is. Ham. Three, two, one. They won't try. They won't try. I'd say 3-2 Liverpool. 3-2 Liverpool. I think Liverpool is going to take all their frustration from drawing at Leicester, and it's going to be just ugly for West Ham. It's all going to be depending on how merciful Klopp is. Uh, Manchester City, Arsenal at Manchester City. Is that the Emirates? Oh, 3-0 City. Yeah, Sorry, 3-1. No, 3-1 City. I'll give you one. I'll it's give you it's, one. it's at the end. It's at the end. It's not at the Emirates. Game over. Yeah, it's game over. 3-3, uh, 3-1. Three, 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 all right. 3-1 City. I think Arsenal, because i got to be optimistic. I can't just be too much of a... You know, realist here, and I'm going to go with a very, very good game from Arsenal where we lose 3-2. Um, okay. Yep. 
All right, uh, that concludes pretty much all that we have to go over. Uh, the other thing about it is, like we said, uh, we will be recording these on Wednesday nights because Pete doesn't give a shit about the Europa League, but I do as long as we get Champions League in it. Uh, and then we'll be uploading them Thursday morning. Um, besides that, uh, we should probably come up with a more clever way to end these things. Uh, we should. I mean, but future me, uh, future me will think about it. That is not for sick me right now to deal with. All so right. uh, I will say thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to listen to us. Whether you know you just you know for those who listen to five ten minutes, when who, who are these nerds and turn us off, or you're still here listening to this message, we appreciate it. Yeah, we really uh, appreciate what all five six of the uh, people that we sent this to. Yep, exactly. Well, I'm Peter Nuttle. That's Ryan Markowitz. We're both nerds. This is the Two London Brothers, Two North London Brothers podcast. Uh, we will see you later. All right. Good day, Pete.